Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hello and welcome to the Luke and Pete Show. It is Monday the 25th of September. My name is Pete Donaldson. Join by Mr. Lukey Moa. All right. You all right? Yeah, you right. Uh, put a message out on Instagram uh, for people to get in touch uh, suggesting what we should be talking about. Um, and you spent the last five minutes counting how many messages came in. Is it five? It's 31. Yeah, but was it five minutes? It fell out five minutes. I just had to sit for you trying to do a read for about eight minutes. Well. You're supposed to be a pro broadcaster. I am. I can only broadcast what I've been given. But if there's... <laughs> If there's nonsense in that's front what of me, you, what can what, I read? Uh, that's what Clive Murray says on the BBC. I can only read what I've been I given. I can only read what I've been given. Um, yeah, I did. I put. I've. 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 I. I thought. I thought it'd be a good idea for us to take control of the Instagram, Pete. Right. Okay. You yeah. And me, baby. Yeah. So we both got the login. Yeah. Uh, I've. I started off by putting uploading photos and videos of you with your knowledge. Which I think yeah. Is, I, I, I don't like the way that do. I'm sort of looking a bit jowly in that picture. Awful. I mean, it's all down in from Phil from here, isn't it? Really. I think it probably is. But yeah. I mean, you're, you're preaching to the converted there, mate. Mm. Um, but yeah, on on Instagram we are uh, at. What are we at Luke and Pete show? Yeah, yeah, at Luke and Pete show. Yeah, mm. and I've got a load. We of managed us. to bag that um, particular Instagram Early handle. On. Yeah, mm. before those other bastards. Yeah, and uh, I, I just put a little message out the other day saying, um, if you want to put a comment or a question in or whatever, then do that, and I'll read through them on one of the shows coming up. And I haven't, I've, I've counted how many we've got, but I haven't right. read them. Okay, so do you just want to go through them? Let's just let's just pile through them. I mean, I did try and get. I was going to get involved on the old Instagram, and I did log in. And uh, but then I, I thought better of posting um, my four favourite air crashes uh, in the. There's there's a Wikipedia page where it's like um, air crashes that have happened because pilots have done something naughty. It's not written like that, but it's like basically um, <laughs> that's the sentiment. Yeah, um, what, what, one of them uh, while approaching Kuramok Airport, uh, Captain Kiliev uh, made a bet with First Officer Zernov that he uh, could make an instrument only approach uh, with curtain cut. Cop- cockpit windows so they they close the curtains why they got curtains um in the cockpit and uh and and uh, by virtue of the fact it's on a wikipedia page you know what, what happened wow it crashed um northwestern airlines a uh, flight 188 where the pilots stopped monitoring the flight uh, pinnacle airlines a uh, flight uh, a crash where the pilots chose for fun to exceed aircraft limits um <laughs> Aeroflot, That's ridiculous. Aeroflot flight uh, 593, a crash where the pilots let miners uh, fly the aircraft. The miners, not the people who dig underground. But young people. But young people. I think it was the son and daughter of uh, the captain. And uh, that didn't go very well. It's a harrowing, harrowing story. But uh, Yeah, that yeah. is, I mean, presumably that thing doesn't, come, that kind of stuff doesn't go on anymore. 
Uh, no, there's rules against giving the um, York to a, a, a child. Like- the worst thing about that story is that the, at no point does the captain take the controls back off the child. No. It might have been too late. He had minutes. He had minutes to sort How do you of go know? Have you looked into this in further detail? I have, yeah. I watched a mentor pilot video about it where he's like, at no point did uh, the captain sit back down in his seat. He was just wow. he was just pilot monitoring. He was just looking at the instruments going, this is going badly. Um, do you want to pull the stick up a bit? I mean, I guess it makes sense if the guy's already sat there, but he was the one who fucked, the kid who was the one who fucked up in the first place. What a shame. Do you reckon he really forgot that he wasn't in a simulator or something? Yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe. They do a lot of similar, flying. Wanna, similar yeah. flying, don't they? Similar flying. Um, so that's what you were going to share on Instagram, but you didn't Yeah, I didn't. I thought it was a bit, a bit grim. Okay. All right, well, I'll read through Especially because I am destined to find myself in the similar sort of situation. You'll, you'll love the first response on Instagram. Right. Um, I'd love to hear your take on the Russell Brand issue. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. We're not yeah. laughing because it's, not, cause it's funny. We're laughing no. because, I mean, legally, that is... There's it's a very bit of a little, minefield, there's not it? really yeah. much we can say about yeah. that one. But thank you to Peter. Yeah. To be fair, he does say, obviously, I understand why you might not be able to, but I'd love to hear your take. Um, I would say generally just sexual assault is bad. Yeah, it's bad, isn't it? It's bad. Never met him? I never really I've met never him. met Russell Brand. No, I haven't. I do know plenty of people who've worked with him, yeah. but I've never been in the same room as he the sort guy. of left XFM when I, when I was there. Well, I was, I was, I mean, even less of a nobody than I am now. Mm. So there's no chance I was ever going to be involved. Um... Well, you, oh, here's, here's one from Philip. It says, you guys should talk... This is one you will like. Um, we talk about him quite a lot on the WhatsApp chat just between you and I, Peter. Right. You should talk about Brian Johnson, the guy who thinks he can stop death. Oh, yeah, the guy who's, like, really um, working very hard. Is he a millionaire? He's got to be rich yeah. enough to he's sort a, he's of He's a do... venture capitalist, I think. Right, okay. Yeah. yeah, and so for those who don't know who he is, a 46-year-old um, wealthy man. Mm. I think he's a venture capitalist. And he does all this different stuff. He's he, so he does all this different stuff to make to try and basically cheat death. He calls himself a biohacker, right? And he thinks that he can do certain things, which means he's going to live for a huge amount of time. So who wants to live forever? Exactly. exactly. The, the meaning of life is removed if you could live forever. I mean, there's no, no there's no value to any of it. Well, well, exactly. And if you spend all of your waking hours trying to cheat death, have you really lived, baby? Exactly. Yeah. I don't think he is living. That's why I shout runners. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you're just, but you're too tired to go, I'm t- too unfit to, t- t- to shout yeah. too much. Yeah. So what he does is he, uh, among other things, he um, swaps blood with other relatives, hmm. um, gobbles down 80 vitamins and minerals a day, yeah. eats 70 pounds exactly of pureed vegetables a month, um, that doesn't seem like a lot or does it seem like a lot I don't know that's the kind of more reasonable stuff he does <laughs> I mean he also wears he's eating a... baby food and, and getting hepatitis off a relative he, he he wears a small device on his penis to monitor his erections in the night yeah and he does that because he's trying to that's like an addendum to what he's actually doing he is I think hitting his penis with um some kind of like vibration, like echoes, like big loud sounds. Is it a constant vibration with um, the palm of one of his hands? Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's 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 AC. Most people yeah. do that every day. Most people do that. I've said it before. If I get prostate cancer, I'll be fucking annoyed. Why? Because you because you milk a lot. A mil- <laughs> I yeah. get it moving. I don't think a lot. it's just down to that. No, That's but, no. But I have heard that it helps. Yeah. yeah who have you heard that from? Uh, the man in the mirror that I'm firing at. <laughs> Firing strings at. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. But anyway, Brian Johnson's regime costs him $2 million a year. I'm going to live forever, I shout. He's, a, he's obviously a very <laughs> wealthy like man. The one thing I would say about him, and I think he's putting himself out here to be judged, so I don't feel bad about judging him. 
He looks horrific. Yeah, he, he looks absolutely horrific. <laughs> he looks like that kind of that drawn kind of Martin Short kind of face. He's got that kind of <laughs> I'm going to live forever looking like that. So what he's learned, I mean, and we are going to fo- you would be unsurprised to know we, we've, we're going to focus on the um, the penis. All right. Um, he's his baseline measurements for his nocturnal erections yeah. at the age of forty six is he gets an erection for two hours, 12 minutes a night on average. That's mad, that, isn't it? You well, think that you think that if you could maintain that uh, throughout the night, you'd burn more calories. And the int- and the the 18-year-old average apparently is three hours, 30 minutes. Yeah, okay. Um, and he also gives himself... A three and a half hour erection. There's nothing, no, but I think it's just a total amount of time that he's been right. in that time. Like there's, obviously, it doesn't get any weirder than that. It's not like he's got an erection and hardness score or anything yeah. like that, or, or an erectile function um, index. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he, he rates his own erectile function at 100% at the moment. I'm imagining his, like, his little... Dirty little sliver screens, just like having you know, like venture capitalists would have loads of screens with the Nasdaq and mm. all of the stocks and shares. And yeah, stuff. you yeah, think yeah. that like a lot of data. Yeah, a lot of data. He's probably like sat there with a with a, an erection, just sort of. So looking at that. what Brian also does is he measures his erection hardness score, his EHS, right? A self scored measure approved by the American Urological Association, which helps patients measure erectile stiffness. Right. Now, the reason I believe, I'm going a bit off-piste here, but the reason I believe this is important is because this can be a very good indicator of heart health. Okay. So if you stop getting erections regularly, that can be an indication of a wider thing. Um, He scored himself four out of four on erection hardness. Okay, right. Uh, Yeah, so erectile stiffness, he's given himself a four, (laughs) and he's also given himself a score, a perfect score of 25 on the International Index of Erectile Function. Is this this just a big Tinder player? I think A really expensive Tinder player? I think he made millions of monies, uh, millions of monies, millions of dollars off an online payment platform. Right. um, Which he sold, I think, for about $800 million or something. So he's got a lot of money. Right. Uh, He does a blood plasma exchange with his son, who looks every bit as odd as him, I'll be honest. How is that allowed? Um, How are you allowed to do that with your son? Just a normal family photo, Pete. Just a (laughs) normal... Of them all in vests. So he's... They're all in in vests, white vests. And the the dad, the, 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 the child's granddad... It's sort of got his like a really weird intergenerational sort of boy band. Mm. The, the granddad's got like his arms round the front of his the front of the guys. Yeah, I just think what chances the kid got. I feel sorry for the kids. No, yeah, exactly. Um, he, he 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 doesn't mind. He's um, plasmaless. In in his um, strict diet, he takes on board exactly nineteen hundred and seventy seven calories a day. He has during his regime taken more than thirty three thousand photos of the inside of his bowels. And he has a team of 30 doctors. He's guaranteed to get like bowel cancer or something, isn't he? Like, he's obsessed with the inside of his bowel. He's going to get, it's going to be like the runner who, uh, no, the um, Segway guy who fell off the cliff on a Segway. Yeah. Like, it's going to be like that, isn't it, really? And, and the thing with him is that, like, he's spending all his time, you know, monitoring his health to, to live forever. But, but it is, he's, he's just, I just don't think he's having a very nice time. Do what did someone once say? Trees can't grow without the sun in their eyes, Peter. Well, we can't live if the, we're too afraid to die. I'm fairly certain that I saw a clip of that guy going around his unlovable mansion uh, and he's in the fridge and he's going, uh, yeah, I've got alcohol. Uh, I've got um, alcohol in the house. I've got wine in the house. If anybody wants to pop round, no I'll thanks. give them wine. But I'm very much teetotal because it's just a waste of calories. Yeah. She's big at the calorie game. Well, I can understand that that would be a very, you know, he has to have 1,977 calories exactly a day. Yeah. The problem is, he's not living any sort of life, is he? No. Best, best case scenario, um, 
he's probably going to, he probably will add a few years onto the end of his life. Right? Yes. He probably yeah, will. Yeah. He lives helpfully. He's got, he's, he, what he's doing is, is he increasing the chances of living longer. Yeah. Which basically is what he's all about. But if, if you're obsessed about it, you're just constantly watching every fingernail. Yeah. What life is it? Every, what life yeah. is it? Yeah. You know, is he, is he getting the same enjoyment out of life that I'm getting when I smash a whole packet of Jaffa cakes <laughs> in front of the telly like I did last night? I loved it. Jaffa cakes are one of those things because they're, because with a cup of tea, you could see off like five palettes, couldn't oh, you really? It's, they're, they're just so sort of very I, I look at the world record for Jaffa cake eating yeah. and I think, it's fucking child's play. <laughs> Absolute child's play. <laughs> I had, me. I had the, t- I had the tea of a single man, uh, a, bit, a bit of frozen salmon and some noodles. It was just pretty foul stuff. Because uh, there's no joy in cooking for yourself. I hate it. Because uh, Sarah's out. And uh, she, uh, and, and, and I, when she came home, I'd, I'd just eaten two uh, crumpets at like 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. You shouldn't be eating two crumpets at 10 o'clock at night. That's the one thing they say you shouldn't do. I would never limit myself to two. <laughs> Crumpets I love a crumpet. I, I love, love a crumpet. What do you have on them? You toast them in the toast. It's just a vessel for butter, butter in it, yeah. really. Yeah. Do you put anything else on top of that? No. I put a bit of cheese on it for a laugh. You, what I would like, what I like to do is I will put a bit of cheese on them and put them under the grill. Shiracha, yeah. I stick oh. it in the air fryer. Bit of shiracha, bit of Worcestershire, Worcestershire, Worcestershire sauce. sauce. How do you say it? Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Um, so Worcestershire. that's Brian Johnson. Um, yeah. What's next? Um, what's next? Bryce has been in touch saying, I think we should do these kind of shows more often. It's actually yeah. pretty interesting. Bryce um, has been in touch saying. I'm seeing the Arctic Monkeys in concert on Sunday. <laughs> what are your lads' opinions on the group? I think we've spoken about them quite lengthy, haven't we? Yeah, it, it was. I think it was our biggest hitting YouTube uh, uh, video, video. I think. Yeah, was it? I think we sort of like dovetailed Game the whole Glastonbury chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We both feel the same about them. I think. I think uh, they're all right. Yeah, same. And I think yeah, they're a bit. Like, I mean, I think Alex Turner's a bit risible these days, but I think they're interesting enough, aren't they? Wasn't there a Ford advert? Did I see a video clip of a Ford advert happening in the middle of an Arctic Monkeys? Uh, 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 um, performance. Well, I'd get some sweet dollar for that, wouldn't they? I don't know. I don't think so. Imagine maybe if you came not, on stage maybe... just driving a Ford car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, anyway, uh, should we move on to the next one? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, G Solly, hello to you. Um, and most importantly, on Bryce, I should say, if you're going to go and see him on Sunday, the most important thing is you don't worry about what we think. You know, no. Have a nice time. Enjoy yeah. yourself. G Solly, intrigued by your thoughts on weather small talk. Uh, in, in quotations he's put, it's getting cold, isn't it? Yes, it's October. It isn't actually October, but that, that to one side, it's September. Mm. But whether small talk, I can imagine people were thinking that I partake in it, I enjoy it, I'm boring about it, and that you probably do everything you can to avoid it. Yeah, I hate small talk. And it's just generally. I've, I, I had uh, a walk from my car with uh, one of the little lasses who lives uh, a couple of hours down. Um, and I think, you know... It, if and when I become a, a parent, I, I find it quite hard to talk to children. Right. Even though you would imagine that I'd be really good at it. But I just... You're spiritually a child yourself. Yeah. Yeah. But I just can't talk to them. Like, I sort of go, oh, school, what's maths? Like, I just find it quite difficult. I'm quite awkward around talking to kids. So, sorry, you say, how school, maths. That's the three words no, you say to how school, she said... I've got, I've, I've done maths. I'm, they're putting us into sets. I'm in the seventh year. So, and I was like, well, just do badly now and then you won't have to do any work. Uh, bad advice for children. Yeah. Bad advice for an actual child. I can see why you don't get on well with it. <laughs> <laughs> what else? If you had your time, if you had your time again, now you've had a chance to think about it. Right. How would you make small talk with the child next time? Do you think? Because it might come up again. I would talk about the fuel economy of my car. Uh, I'd talk about the, uh, her, her dad doesn't get hangovers. Don't say, Anything about getting in your car. <laughs> that's, that's worse than the last one. 
Try again. Oh, I did actually. Um, just before then, I walked past a. Uh, I walked past an old lady that um, a few weeks ago had helped. Uh, her, cla- her grass verge had been cut, and they just left all the grass everywhere. You know, like old people, they, 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 they get they get very stressed out. Have about... they not got like a thing, a chamber at the back of the lawnmower that catches the grass? Not on a council level. It's very much they just right. bash out the strimmers and, and it's done. Um, uh, and uh, so I helped this old lady, Margaret. Her name was, and it, it, it only stuck in my head because my name was called Margaret Peggy. Uh, and we. I put the uh, grass in a in a plastic bag and took the the bag away, and then when I walked down uh, yesterday, I went, "You're right, Margaret." She went, "Sorry, who are you?" I went, yeah. "Oh, sorry, I helped you with the uh, helped you with the the grass uh, a few weeks ago." She, oh, you walk up and down. I, I don't remember. So I'm, we had a full conversation. Yeah. So you're not good with kids or old people. Margaret is going on my list. What's your captive audience? Do you reckon? Small talk, man. I just can't do yeah, it. Yeah. I told you when I was, I was, I, I helped to collect the leaves of my wife's family's next door neighbour's house. She's like 103. Mm. And um, every time Lazy. I do it, every time, Lazy I, woman. <laughs> every time I do it, um, I she comes out. And says, Who are you? Yeah. After a reminder, which yeah. is fair enough. She's 103 or whatever. Yeah. I mean, this woman stuff. definitely isn't 103. She what, drives a Land Rover. What do you reckon she? <laughs> The Queen. <laughs> She's just, an, She's just queen. like a fifty-year-old woman. Yeah, um, outrageous. So small talk is one. I don't mind it. I quite. I find it quite. If it goes well, I, I can find it find very it, quite it's nourishing. Spring, yeah, it's a spring in my step. Actually. Yeah. Um, I, I, I just. I like Spelzy's really good at it. Spelzy could talk to himself in like a room for ages, and I, 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 I yeah. cannot. I can't. I just think everything I say is lame because I always go. I always go for how far have you come in. Where have you got to get back to? What what, what are you talking? What context is this? When I talk to some, when, when how I'm talk- far have you come in? <laughs> I don't think I fully understood how bad you were. What speaking, of the queen, speaking of the queen, speaking of the queen, you just do random questions that pop into your mind that have no relevance to the reality. Yeah, but of you know, situation. I have. You know, where like, have you come in? I live next door. Yeah, but you know, like I'm Randall McRandall. But like when when it comes to actual uh, uh, the nuts and bolts and meat and potatoes of a conversation, I'm quite. I've got very few. <laughs> Kind, I've got to get through the permafrost of that before I can talk about you know wanking and stuff. Which is <laughs> very much my my forte. How long is that? How long? How well do you have to get to know one? How long does it take to get to know someone before you can you can do your proper? That's stuff? that's what I mean. Yeah, it yeah. is. It takes a bit of time, and like I think that I'm all right once I get through there. But good God, I I, I always sort of think of um, Bob Mortimer. He's got to have two cans of skull to perform. I need two cans of skull. But people with Bob, the thing with Bob Mortimer is he's a big he's enough name. Yeah, people are going to go up. Oh, people Bob. Enjoy, you're yeah. expecting to be eccentric. Yeah, you're just a guy. Yeah, so it's harder. Yeah, it is harder unless you've got a pedigree. It's it's not. It's not anyway, correct. so G Solly, thank you for that. That's thank you, George. That's kind of what Pete is. He called George. Uh, I think it was. Yeah, George. Uh, oh, George is George. Yeah, George, yeah. yeah. yeah well done. First class cricketer who died in 1930. That's not him. No. Um, unless you're sending that from beyond the right. grave, and if he is, that's a waste of a question. Yeah. Um, so that kind of gives you an idea of what um, what what Pete thinks about small talk. Um, this is an interesting one from Georgie. Georgie says, "Have you seen the story about the Florida man arrested for trying to cross the Atlantic in a hamster wheel?" Yes, he threatened uh, to blow blow himself up or something, didn't he? The great thing about Third it, third time he's done it. Is it really? Yeah. So the great thing Good is, time he's tried it. He um he was <laughs> he said he was quote unquote going to run to London <laughs> across the Atlantic Ocean in a homemade vessel resembling a hamster wheel. The funniest thing about the story, I think, is that um he refused to leave the vessel for three days just so he wasted people's time. Yeah. The coast guard are there, yeah. right? Come out. Yeah. No, I'm staying. Come out. Yeah. America's not normally backwards in coming forward about physically 
inserting themselves into a situation. But, if you, can't, but if you it. can't get in the big hamster wheel, what can you do? You know, it's it's like you don't want another one man wake on on the water, do you? True. I, I enjoyed the um, the coast guard who, who said an amazing quote. Um, this was a manifestly unsafe voyage. <laughs> Yeah, he's had, he's, had, he's had a couple of goes at it, and each time uh, he's, he's, his design has been found wanting. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. At some point, you've got to sort of step back and go as the Coast Guard and sort of go, fine, like, just fucking do you. Sign this waiver. Wait, yeah. You want to carry on doing it? Yeah, that's you're on not your own. Me. Yeah, you're on your own. Like, we cannot, yeah, we cannot spend, uh, we cannot risk our lives dealing with your crazy stuff. Okay. I, th- I think I think he's definitely got to sign some kind of waiver. Um, he he says he was he was doing it to raise money for a variety of causes, including the Coast Guard. Ironically, <laughs> so well, the best thing you can do for us, mate, okay, is just stay yeah. home. Just stay home. Yeah, then the resources aren't quite as stretched, <laughs> are they? We've spent three days out here with you. Uh, it's an absolute joke. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, because like you might think you have control, you know, running ar- running along. But you are very much at the mercy of of the great swells of the uh, Atlantic Ocean. Mm. Yeah, I think it's. And also, where's he going to land? I applaud the ambition. Wales, Cardiff. I don't think he's thought that through. And is he just going to take a waterway to down the Thames? How's it going to work with that kind of planning? There's zero, really zero chance he's going to make it. No, I, mean, if I don't think he's looked at a map. Yeah, that story about Neil Armstrong. I think it's Neil Armstrong. Whoever was in charge of piloting the shuttle that took man to the moon for the first time to walk on it. Um, he said that, you know, when you start doing the trigonometry, basically, because of the distance involved, yeah. if you're off by like 0.01 of a degree, you're, in, you're, in you're going to miss Antarctica. the moon by about fucking 6,000 miles, right? <laughs> it's the same with this. He's yeah. got no clue how he's going to do it. And if he's read even one British newspaper in the last five years. Why are you coming here? We don't, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Why are you coming here? Enjoy that weird little floating hotel they've set up for asylum seekers. Like, yeah. like, cause, cause that's, that, that would be funny because that would be a real, well, this is how, From one vessel uh, to another. How, yeah, this is how the government. What's the difference? This yeah. one's got dysentery. Yeah. Um, I, um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend he comes here. I don't think no. he would have planned it properly. I, I did meet someone. I might have told you this. I met someone. In fact, I know him fairly well now. I met him a few times at a party a mutual friend who used to live on the ocean. Right. He literally used to live on a yacht. So he would sail. He, his job would be to reposition sailing yachts. Okay. Yeah. yeah so yeah. He, he would say it like, he told me a story, I think I said it to you before, where he sailed a, a yacht from um, Portsmouth, which yeah. is where he lives, um, to somewhere in, might have been the Caribbean, I think. Right. Him and his wife. And he said the biggest issue was that um, he got a sunburnt ass. He just, he just didn't bother putting any clothes on. There's no point. You don't see oh, anyone. Yeah. Just wandering around. Enjoy. It's perfectly still most of the time. It's it's amazing. Four or five days without seeing a single other vessel. Right. I, I, after a couple of days, I was like, well, there's no point getting dressed. I'm just going to dirty my clothes. I don't need to. <laughs> Weather's beautiful. Yeah. And he said, I, I remember lying down, um, um, reading the book, getting a really bad sunburnt ass. That was the worst thing that happened. <laughs> you had a, a five-hour erection. <laughs> what a simple life. Wow. So anyway... That's Florida, man. for me. Let's take a, a break. Yeah. When we come back, we'll do a few more of these. If that's all right. right with you, Peter. Lovely. They are technically emails. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. All right, we're back with Luke and Pete Shaw. Luke, what have our emailers brought us today? They're not really emailers. Right. It's a modern version of email. Instagram, right, okay, fine. Uh, it's like an Instagram comment thing on the story. Okay. Um, what about this? Um, AJ Kitely, whose first name, I can't find, how do you find the first name? Just click on the thing, I guess. I don't know. Um, AJ Kitely, Andy. Andy is Andy Kitely. He says, what do you boys think about the mummified Mexican alien? <laughs> I... Uh, I enjoyed it. The, uh, new stories like this, they always get filed in the Luke. This is Luke's forte. Mm. This is the, this is the pilot. A couple of you guys think yeah, I'm a bit conspiracy on that stuff, don't you? Yeah, you're, you're weirdly unhinged about UFOs. But I would say this. I mean, everyone would have seen that story. Just because a bloke manufactured like a quote unquote alien out of some kind of plaster of Paris and dust <laughs> and put it in front of the Congress at an open hearing in Mexico <laughs> doesn't make it likely to be the case. I don't think it's the same thing as, as genuine shit alien that we don't life know what's form. happening. Right, yeah, we don't yeah, know what's going yeah. on. So I think I think I enjoyed the memes. I enjoyed the story. I enjoyed what it looked like. Yeah, so it looked like quite funny. <laughs> but this guy, this guy that did it, he's done about three or four like debunked yeah. things of this nature. Anyway, I ju- it just I just never understand why these things cut through because like like he will have done that. He he did do that three or four times, and for some reason this time, maybe because of the declassified files and uh, in America, we're all on high alert for the old UFOs. But I just never understand why some stories cut through and, you know, nine times out of ten, the dog, there's a, uh, you know, the wrestling company I went to see in Japan uh, did a wrestling match on a train. And you would have nice. seen that new story. You would have seen uh, Murder Grandpa, he's known as. Uh, it's not really a news story, though, is it? <laughs> what? It's not really a news story, though, is it? Well, it is. It's two men having a big wrestling match on uh, on a on a bullet train. The well, fastest who, wrestling match ever, presumably. But who's that of interest to? Uh, people who think, oh, Japan's a wacky, isn't it? I think um, the idea about the Mexican alien is just that it was in front of... I think there must be a queer, like a weird quirk of their constitution where I guess anyone can do like a public hearing or something. Right. And he's using that as a platform to do what he wants to do. Yeah. So the, the headline writes itself because it's like, in Mexican Congress, this is happening. Right, okay. Two men wrestling Fair. on a train isn't that important, is it? <laughs> well, why is it on all of a Sky News then? Yeah. Why is it all of a Sky True. News for current load? Um, okay, what about this then? Um... The Shoreham Woodwork Company. I don't think they should be using a work um, account for this, <laughs> especially when you especially when you take into account the. Co- I mean, to be fair, the woodwork does look very good. Yeah, um, so look, I'll show, show you some bloody woodwork. Oh, I'm going to show you right now. Out loud. Uh, look, there you go. Pretty good. Pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff. Nice shelving. Pretty solid units, work. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Good banister there. Good stairs. Um, says when Luke says, "I think I'm writing saying," we all know he's just googled it. Uh yeah, that, that that's fair. Yeah. Would, you, would you say that my general knowledge is pretty good though? Uh, it is very good, uh, but you, I think you second guess yourself too much. You certainly second guess that's those around it. you. That's you, because <laughs> as soon as someone says anything that's got facts and figures in it, Luke was very quiet. 
and looks looks to his laptop. And no, tap, no, tap, no, tap, no, no, no. I've got a very good capacity for knowledge, and I you make do. apology for that. You do, but yeah, but you, but every time we, I do like a fact. You go, is it? And then tip a tap a tip tap. Right, right. Laptop's closed. Right. Give me any subject, I'll tell you something about it. Uh, armadillos. Lemons. <laughs> <laughs> armadillos. <laughs> yeah, very good. All right. All right um, what about this, Peter? Um, what's, this is a really good question. I like this one. This one's from, um, he doesn't have his real name on here, but he's a, he's a regular con- contactor. L-A-E Scott. What's the biggest amount of food you've eaten in one sitting? Oh, that's a good point. It would have to be one of those like uh, Italian meals where you think you're finished and then pasta arrives. Yeah. Isn't it? Whenever I go to like a family I was ready thing, for limoncello. Yeah, whenever I go to like a family... Um, I, I remember going to a party once in the US, Italian-American party, and um, I can't remember what it was for, birthday or an engagement or something like that. Right. And it was like a, it was billed as a Sunday lunch, yeah. right? And um, they bring all the cuts of meat out and all the potatoes and stuff. And every single table, they had like three bowls of pasta on it as well. <laughs> People uh, just spooning pasta onto it. Yeah. Which is not how we do things here. No, no. It's, uh, yeah, pasta's very much, it's just one dish, isn't it? I, I would have eaten a lot that day. Yeah. I, rem- I remember when, um, probably, to be honest, I remember being about 16 and going, I was in the US with my family and it was my birthday while I was there. Like my 16th birthday, my 15th birthday, something like that. Yeah. And um, my parents took me out to a restaurant for for a birthday kind of um, dinner thing. And I ate so much that the next day we were flying home and I could not stop puking. It was bad. <laughs> just, well, but like... No one, got, no one else got ill. Did you... Oh, did you get... But did you get ill just because of the actual... Um, the, 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 the amount rather think, than well, the... It, it was almost a bit like my body had said, I never want food again. Yeah. Get out. Do you know what I mean? Everybody get out. And now look at me. This, this house is my body, My body's noticeable by its absence of that opinion now. <laughs> so I reckon I'm someone who can put away quite a lot of food. But then sometimes you see these competitive eaters or these guys who've got records and stuff. They're not fat, are they? No, they've got more room for it. That's a, And uh, they don't have the pressures of the... Because I guess if, you, if you're if you wearing a bit of a bit of, a, a bit of a gut, I guess that works against you, doesn't it? Because it, it, it restricts the... Uh, the restricts the size of your stomach or what it could be, I suppose. So, yeah. yeah. But, I but what I don't understand is that I've been someone who puts on weight and loses weight and they kind of fluctuate quite a bit. And I understand every single time the, the, I guess the biology behind that. If I, if I take a chance, if I take the, um, the decision now to limit my calorie intake for the next three weeks, weigh myself now, weigh myself in three weeks, I would have lost weight. Definitely. Right. That's how it works. Right. Yeah. I get that. But what I don't understand is I've got friends who I'm not going to name because it wouldn't be fair, who I know, because I've seen them, yeah. put away two and a half thousand calories just on alcohol in the pub on a Friday night, yeah. not including all the other stuff they eat. Mm. And they do that twice a weekend every week, and they're skinnier than you. Right. <clears throat> yeah. But I mean, is that, I mean, just got to be metabolism, but also like... But is the metabolism a thing? Is that actually know. a thing? Do you not weigh, do you not weigh a lot of the um, calorie, calorific content out anywhere? Isn't there like 5% of your calorific intake uh, during the day you can actually work off? Yes, not everything much, is, yeah. Everything else is just sleeping and stuff. I think it might be more than stuff, that. Right. It's called NEAT, isn't it? Everything else is just sleeping and, and eating gives you, you know, eating takes calories as well. And do you know where the um, yeah, digestion and stuff, do you mm. know where the calorie, do you know where the weight loss goes and the burning of fat? 
What do you mean, where it goes? People think you sweat it out. Right. You don't, it's actually... Exhaled. <clears throat> yeah, right. most of it's in carbon dioxide that you exhale, yeah. That's wild, isn't it? It's crazy to think of. But I don't know, because what I... The fitness chef on um, Instagram, who is actually good, right. he's got a lot of scientific qualifications behind him, and he, and he basically, his thing is he busts all these myths. So he does, like, every week, he does, like, five diet phrases that yeah. need to die kind of thing. Um, detox, all that kind of bullshit. And he just basically says it just comes down to calories in versus calories out, and that's it. And I understand that, and for me that does work. But I know, I I just know empirically yeah. of people who take on huge amounts of calories don't put on weight. I'd love to know why that is. But like I said that to my mate Al, uh, he's tiny as well. He's tiny. He's tiny, and he's got like he's, he hasn't got a bit of fat on him. And he will see off. He's a big, he's Italian, big pasta guy. He just eats pasta every night, and he uh, drinks craft uh, uh, ale and all that stuff. But then. When I'm sat next to him in a car driving up Liverpool, and I'm and I've I've bought us some cream eggs, he's having one and I'm having five out of the pack. Yeah. So it's stuff like that where I go, that's not fair. But I go, it is fair because I eat five cream eggs and he only eats one cream egg. How many calories in a cream egg? Two hundred. Yes. I think they're very easy to gorge cream eggs. Yeah, I agree. The, prob- think- the problem is the attitude that you've mentioned before, which I have as well, where you take that kind of stuff and you treat it like actual food. Yeah. Which it isn't. Ball of Haribo, like actual food. Yeah, you, should, yeah. you shouldn't be like, you should never be like, I'm hungry, I'm going to have three chocolate bars. Yeah. You should be okay. like, I'm hungry, I'm going to have a proper <laughs> snack or a <laughs> meal. And if I feel like it, I'll have half a chocolate bar after. But that never happens. No. Uh, and I, I guess you have to train yourself out of, once I've finished any savoury meal, I'm like, where's Where's the chocolate? Where's the sweets? I'm the same. You Where's have to get stuck fu- in. Where's the fucking sweets? Yeah, I'm the same. I've never, weird, not, though, not, with, not with sweets. More with like cakes, biscuits, chocolate. Yeah. And, and Mad, the, isn't it? Sometimes my wife will bake, because obviously my birthday fairly recently, so my wife bakes us a cake, and she don't really like cake. Right. It's just me in the house. Yeah. So that's going. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> when you see someone make a cake, though, you realise how much sugar goes in there. Oh, it's man. So, it's so much sugar. It's and wild. Butter. Butter. Well, uh, yeah. Butter. But uh, anyway, yeah. so that is the uh, culmination of yeah. the Instagram comments special. Eat clean, train hard, dirty. Wait, yeah. Eat clean, <laughs> comment, di- comment, comment dirty. dirty. No, don't go. Comment clean, eat <laughs> clean, train dirty. Yeah, uh, I don't train at all. Um, so thank you very much for listening to that. Um, people were able to get in touch with us on Instagram at Luke and Pete Show. We are, of course, across all the other uh, inst- um, social medias. Yeah. Um, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, you'll find us. If you want to email in, we'll do a couple of emails on the shows that are coming along soon. Hello at LukeandPeacher.com. Um, he's been Pete Donaldson. I've been Luke Moore. We'll see you again on Thursday. We'll do some battery brands then too. Yes. Thanks for tuning in. Leave us a lovely review if you've enjoyed the show. We'd appreciate that a lot. But until next time, it's goodbye from Peter. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me as well. Farewell. Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Today's episode is brought to you by the National Lottery, who have asked us to delve into a question that's had all our minds racing at one point or another. It happens pretty much daily for me, to be honest. What would you do if you won the jackpot on the National Lottery? And I'd usually be here with Miss, just Mr. Luke. Hello. This is the Luke and Pete Show. Yeah. What's the joy about Jim Campbell from the Football Ramble? It kind of rhymes. 
How you doing? Hey, how you doing? Uh, you all right? Good. You'll good be well. Be you'll be well known to our listeners because you've guessed on a few episodes. I have. Yes. Uh, so people true. will feel comfortable and mm-hmm. exci- excited that you're here, but comfortable mm. that they know who you are. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. And and we're both men who get involved in the old uh, direct debit like, national lottery. Absolutely. So, so all good. So so we are very. It, we're very much. We think about this a lot, don't we, Jim? Yeah, I yeah. daydream about this every day. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. Uh, well, um, what would your life look like if you won the national? lottery? Lottery. We'll start with you, Jim. What's the very first thing you'd do when you find out? How do you think you'd react to the phone call? I presume it's a phone call. Yeah. Mm. Hey, baby, you just won a whole million simoleons or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I, I would be numb with shock and, mm. and excitement for a while. Yeah. Um, I, I just think I'd be giddy for yeah. ages. The first thing I would do would be, if, if she wasn't physically in the room with me, I'd tell my girlfriend, obviously. I think I'd <laughs> wait for a while, though, before sort of... Just to enjoy I, I, it. I, yeah, to enjoy it. And uh, I think I'd gather my family around, my close family. <laughs> family tell them to, tell to get them. lost. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. You're not getting out. Yeah. You're not getting out. <laughs> I didn't ask to be born, so <laughs> don't expect anything. Um, yeah, I think I'd, I'd, I'd keep it quite low-key. Yeah. Um, There's something very nice about the idea that you can enjoy that moment mm. just to yourself. You haven't got to be performative mm. about it. You yeah. can just sit down and go... This is going to be great. Yeah, I'd, I'd before, you, before you start throwing your weight around, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Oh, I yeah. think, in yeah. a department store, like in Pretty Woman, I would definitely need a sit down. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, when I was younger, you speak to your granddad or whatever. So, what you been up to today, granddad? And he'd say, "Just a bit of a sit down." And when you were young, you go, "That's not a thing." That's yeah. not a thing. Yeah. What do you mean? Now it is a thing. Yeah. Have a bit Take of a sit in, down. Yeah. Make a little Phil Mitchell noise. Yeah. I've read that according to the National Lottery, the thing that the most common thing people say, or the most common thing maybe they even do. In is to make a cup of tea, and right. I can yeah. totally see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have a cup you of tea, have a sit down. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you see the your numbers come up, and like, do you choose your numbers in a specific way, or do you do lucky dips? I and do stuff, a lucky Jim? dip. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm kind of. I'm kind of the same a little bit. Uh, Moa. What purchases? It's not about how lucky you are and how um, gifted you feel at that yeah. moment in time. It's about going down the shops and buying something. What are you yeah, buying first, down, Luke? Get down to business. Mm. I, I thought about this a lot. Right. And I think one of the things that has always been a bit of a bee in my bonnet when it comes to... <laughs> You've got a big bonnet. <laughs> oh, that is. Yeah. One of the very, very uh, huge amounts of, of bees in my bonnet mm. is that when you buy a house... Mm necessarily so mm. you always have to compromise on something yeah so you're always like okay i quite like this yeah but these are my must-haves yeah these are my kind of things that you know okay if i haven't got them i'll have to just get on with it yeah if i had a national lottery win i'm doing everything i want to do with the house i'm probably yeah. going to build my own house to the exact specifications that myself my wife and my son want and need right and i'm not compromising on any of it are they voting for that because that just means you're in a cabin very far down a very yeah, long it's garden true. it might be a that's where daddy lives yeah yeah <laughs> at uh, the guys, end of the zip line <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we can't all have what we want here uh, no, I, th- I think it would be it's, it's just a very nice feeling to think i can go and get myself a house mm. i'll probably build it myself yeah i'll build it myself get someone else to build it yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and i won't have to compromise on anything so for me it's very much home related have you not yeah. seen grand designs there's always a compromise there's always mcleod going well uh, you're not gonna be in by christmas a big i don't care about that it's a, if it's a, if it's a big national lottery win i don't care about that <laughs> yeah, right. i'll wait i'll wait then well, mine's sillier you, than that right yours Gra- plastic grass so i would <laughs> similarly i would probably have to get the house built hmm. on the on the, in the roof garden and there would be a roof garden uh, there's a jacuzzi at the top, big jacuzzi. Yeah, uh, functions as a pool if you, if you turn it off as jacuzzis do. Yeah, 
that leads to a flume that goes all the way through the house. Yeah. Comes out into a swimming pool at the bottom. No. Swimming mm. pool probably has black tiles. Because okay. why not? <laughs> so it looks like it's a bottomless pit. 12 volt lights in, un, un, under the ground so you can see yourself as you splash into the water. Mm, yeah, why not? Yeah, all why right. Not? Hey, what cool, about cool. you? Mirrored. I'd, I'd just be, uh, I'd have my passport in my hand. I'd start walking to South End Airport and I'd ring a private jet person and go, oh. get, get, the pri- get a private jet. South End Airport. I'm going to be there in 20 minutes. All right, yeah. and I would walk from my house to South Sorry, End who's Airport. This? That, <laughs> that's how it works. It's amazing. These, these it's Elon get the plane these, these are amazing because um, these give you a great insight to how Pete's mind yeah, actually absolutely. works. <laughs> he thinks the moment he gets a national lottery win. Yeah. He, what, what number are you ringing? You haven't even said that. You don't know. Don't care. Not going to get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I'll get to South End Airport. I'm like, right. Banging it, wanging it on a big old private jet. Probably have to stop in Doha or something um, yeah. and get down to Japan. Get myself. Houses are cheap in Japan, really cheap because um, of commercial flights stuff. are also now very, very affordable. For commercial flights. He's not bothered about that. No. <laughs> no. Straight to the private Straight jet. Straight to the private jet, gosh darn it. But I am getting on that flight private jet and I'm by the time I land, I'm going to be also on my phone to a Japanese realtor. Which yeah. will be just as easy to imagine, yeah. uh, like sort out. I imagine, yeah. and, with, I'm gonna get, Japanese. and I'm going to get myself. <laughs> I can, you can buy some a lot, massive fish. By a lot, accident. I'll order a big, a big beer. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm, I'm landing. I'm getting to a house that I've just bought, and I, and I've stayed in a lot of like those kind of like rear cans with the um, paper walls. Yeah, and I'm just running around, running through all of them. <laughs> oh, that would yes. be yes. Cool. And then I'll have a, a, a fella just sort of reattaching the paper to the walls. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of what, I'd like to say that was unpredictable, what you're going to say there, but it wasn't actually that unpredictable. So just like any of us, when it comes to the National Lottery, it could be you. Luke, if you were to play tonight, where would you keep your ticket while you wait to see if your numbers are going to come up? Um, I've got this box in my house mm. that my wife encouraged me to keep, where it's full of keepsakes and important uh, sentimental uh, things. That's and, really nice. Yeah, and it always things always feel really safe in there, and it's a really nice thing to use, so I'll probably take the ticket and put it in there until I find out what's going on. Jim? Um, bedside cabinet. Just nice, nice okay. and That's simple. That's where you keep a it's, lot of um, I just know where it is. There's going to be no <laughs> confusion because you don't want the nightmare scenario where the numbers come up and you do not know where the ticket is. Can yeah. I also just say that I'm not someone technically that traditionally who loses that much stuff. Mm. If, I, if I just put it in my wallet, I'd still be confident I would I would keep it safe. Uh, I have the vibe of a person who loses stuff all the time, but, but I'm just not. But you don't. No, you no. don't. Mm. Where would you keep yours? Uh, you know, like the rotating fan on the ceiling. <laughs> Just tape it to that. I can yeah. see it from wherever I'm in the room. Yeah. <laughs> Tie it to your dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks to the National Lottery for allowing us to live out a life full of newfound riches. I know what my next move is uh, to go get a ticket in start or via the app, punch in my lucky numbers and make all of this a reality. So remember, the National Lottery, it's where your numbers make amazing happen. Whether that's a big jackpot win or helping the National Lottery good causes across the country continue with the amazing work they do. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.